0: Okay, in this episode of I Had to Say It, I want to talk about offense. Um, Realistically, in today's day and age, not only are people so readily and easily offended, but they're actively looking for things to be offended by and about. And the thing I don't understand is, being offended is an extremely personal thing. It's a question of your personal values and your personal stances on things. And I get that part. The part I don't understand is, at what point did we decide that it is literally the rest of society's responsibility to make sure our feelings are spared? I mean, there are things where it makes perfect sense that they should be questioned. People that don't agree with these things can be considered offensive, Uh, but it's, after a certain degree, you being bent out of shape about something is really your problem. I mean, yes, when it goes beyond, anywhere beyond being treated like a decent human being, you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you and all that, that, treating people morally, you know, not raping, not killing, not, you know, not You know, I don't understand people who aren't offended by things like pedophiles. It's it's not so much a matter of offense at that case, but just, you know, any of those things, if they were done to to you, you would be horribly upset about. There's not a single person I can think of out there that'd be like, oh, no, I'd be okay being sold into slavery and, and forced to do things against my will there's not one so yeah that is a universally offensive thing on the other side of that coin though you know i don't personally judge anybody based on decisions they make in their own lives as long as it doesn't have any impact on mine i mean i I hear things i don't agree with all the time i don't necessarily get offended by it i just say huh it's your your choice doesn't have any bearing on my life. You know, I don't understand how somebody can get bent out of shape when a person who is literally nothing more than a passing character in their, in their day-to-day life has something that they don't agree with. That guy doesn't think the way I think. Do I have to interact with him? No. Who cares? I'm not going to get, you know, I'm not going to call his job and try and get him fired because he doesn't think the way I think. I'm not going to try and ruin the guy's life because he doesn't agree with the way I think. I'm not going to get bent out of shape when I say, hey, I don't agree with you, and he says, well, I think you're an idiot. That's his opinion, and he's entitled to it. But on the other hand, I also don't go around getting offended because there are people out there that don't agree with the choices I made. I I personally respect everyone's right to make certain choices in their life. Uh, you know, when it comes to you know orientation who you who you who you decide you decide okay this is what I want to be identified as i i was you know when it comes it becomes a matter of you know identity and the what makes you feel comfortable and who you feel like you are that is you know that's up to you 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 have to decide who you're who you're going to be but you need if you if you're going to go outside of the, the obvious, the forward-stated issues. And I know a lot of people get bent out of shape about this, but the simple fact of the matter is, for example, if you were born biologically female and you have physically feminine traits, but you have chosen to identify as agender or neutral or, or non-gendered or non-binary, or how, you know, there's, there's I think, 70-some options out there right now Uh, I honestly haven't dug into it too deeply because, again, it's one of those doesn't directly impact me things. I will respect whatever choice you made, but it's a little ridiculous to get bent out of shape if, you know, if you you were born female and have feminine traits and I call you miss or ma'am or whatever the case may be, you really shouldn't get immediately offended that I didn't know you have a non-binary preference when it comes to your pronouns saying oh my god that's so offensive you didn't even consider no I didn't and you know I'm willing to accept the correction if you say well excuse me I prefer to be referred to as XYZ I'm willing to work with you on it if you get in my face and start screaming and acting like I just got done relieving myself on your parents Which, you know, some of these people may actually not have a problem with. I don't know them. I don't know if their parents were complete assholes. But that doesn't warrant necessarily flying off the handle because I'm not a mind reader and I can only base on my personal observations and senses. I I guess what it boils down to is, why can't we all just be cool? There's really no reason to get wrecked over this stuff. But today everybody is so concerned with you know feeling validated and feeling justified and there are a lot of things out there that people need to be heard about they need to be validated and justified there are very real issues that you know that when it boils down to discrimination and not being treated fairly and it goes back to treating people like they are people it's it those things need to be addressed you need to be offended by those things you need to get offended if you are being treated less than human because of anything that is a legitimate concern. But it has to be you are being treated that way. You can't fly off the handle over a unintentional or you know a a, a slight that was not meant to be a slight, it wasn't some personal dig. Whether it was a mi- somebody misspeaking, not being aware of what they're misspeaking about. Simple ignorance, I mean, as long as it's not a actively aggressive and hostile act towards you, you really shouldn't fly off the handle as soon as somebody says something. It it not only weakens your stance when it comes to trying to get respect, respect over and over is a two-way street. It's, you have to give a little to get a little. Everyone should be treated respectfully, yes. But if you walk into a situation and you're walking in with a chip on your shoulder and ready to be pissed off and offended, you come off instantly disrespectful and you are not going to be treated the way that we should be treating each other regardless. You're not going to be treated with respect because you're radiating the fact that you're not there to give anybody any respect. But you're never going to change anybody's mind you know, leading with righteous indignation and waving the flag without trying to have some sort of dialogue or discourse. If somebody offends you, you're a lot better served to say, you know, calmly and rationally, excuse me, you know, I, this is why I have a problem with X. You get in somebody's face and start screaming, you're never going to change their mind. They're instantly going to go on the defensive And at the end of the day, you're both going to wind up upset, feeling like crap. And it's, 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 I don't understand why it has to be, everyone has to be on the defensive to avoid triggering people instead of just being able to acknowledge we all have our differences and, you know, talking like grownups, it's little kids throw tantrums. Adults are supposed to, you know, have dialogue and discourse and if we can't get past the problems and fix the little stuff the big problems in this world are never going to get better and you know it's kind of a reoccurring theme and pretty much everything i talk about is you can't change the world you can only change the little things around you but if enough of us do it the world will change it's you know flying off the handle and waving your flag of you need to respect my choices and you need to do this and you need to do that is not going to change anything when you're trying to tell people on a global scale you have to believe what I think if you can offer reasons you can offer logic you can say here is why this is what I need you're a lot more likely to get some kind of response and, you know, you get all these people out there saying, well, nothing's changed so far, and nothing's done this, and nothing's done that. Things are constantly changing. Change is the only constant in the universe. And socially, you know, things are constantly changing as well. Things have gotten better. Things have gotten worse. Things have gotten better again. Things have gotten worse again. You know, we, things go in cycles. If you look at history, instead of trying to whitewash history and say, you know, these things were horrible and upsetting, so we're not going to talk about them anymore. Instead of doing that, how about we look at the horrible and upsetting things and say, how can we stop this crap from happening again? And I suppose now in the interest of, you know, I've listed my grievances with people that are constantly getting offended about, you know, a little bit of everything. We'll throw out some things out here just so I can get some things out of the way. If you're offended by any of this stuff, you know, I'm sorry, it's on you. And if you're not offended by it, if I haven't offended you yet, don't worry, I'll get to you at some point, I'm sure. Sooner or later I rub everybody the wrong way. But here we go. First thing I'm going to say, black lives matter. I agree with the sentiment. I don't agree with the organization, but I agree with the sentiment. Black lives matter. But I agree with the ideas that it's supposed to stand for. I don't necessarily I think it's been corrupted and twisted you know almost as soon as the movement was founded it's been co-opted by people who are using it for their own gains and not to actually try and make some significant real change in society second of all not all cops are bastards I agree we need police reform we need accountability we need to end qualified immunity because the, the structures that are in place that allow the bad ones to keep causing problems even the protesters and the rioters when things go sideways they were calling for the cops too there's a reason for that there are good ones out there they're putting themselves in harm's way on a regular basis and they are getting in the way of people who want to do harm to people who are not prepared mentally or you know, physically to deal with that I mean the system needs to be changed the justice system needs to be restructured But you can't say they're all terrible. Okay, third thing, dead pedophiles don't reoffend. If you're going to try and justify or normalize this particular issue, you and I are never going to see eye to eye. And honestly, you know, I'm sorry, you're terrible. Little kids are the ones that the adults are supposed to protect and take care of, not allowed to be sold and traded and molested. If you, if you can't get on board and you can't get behind that, you, you have bigger issues to worry about. I mean, and even if you, you're staunchly opposed to the death penalty, you know, regardless of, of, of the offense, there are options out there. Chemical castration, physical castration. I mean, realistically, what is your justification for saying somebody who could do that to a defenseless child deserves any kind of leniency? Okay, offensive thing number four. If you're upset with the government, if you're upset with the way the world is, and you, you've got it in your mind that you're going to change the world by going out, and I'm all for protesting, but if you want to get violent and you want to riot and you want to burn stuff and you want to destroy stuff, go after the people you're mad at. As soon as you decide that burning down private homes, private businesses, companies that have nothing to do with what you're upset about, random businesses people that are just trying to make a living you are no longer a protester, you're no longer working for change, you are a thug, you are a petty criminal you are a terrorist you're not, a, a, you're not on the side of right anymore at that point point. and in particular if wherever the issue is, is not where you are stay your ass at home Most likely, the people who live in the town you're going to get ready to wreck don't want you there. Now, this one may be a little personal. It it hits a little close to home. My hometown was on fire a few days ago because people that weren't from there showed up to try and act like assholes. Okay, the next one. Pretty much every form of mass media out there has strayed from reporting the news to trying to manufacture it unbiased impartial reporting is basically only being done on street level by individuals it's no major outlet in the last six months has i've that have i seen a fair and unbiased report i mean it goes from every major media outlet that i've you know looked at local affiliates they're okay they keep you know they try and keep things you know local and accurate But, you know, there's always somebody higher up the ladder that's telling them what can and can't be said, and everybody's got an agenda these days. And on my last point for this particular podcast, I'm going to go a little bit political and say both of the major political parties out there are screwing all of us. It's something we all know, and everybody shrugs it off and says... Well, you know, what can we do? It's one or the other. You, can, you know, I've got to vote for the right lizard or the wrong one might get in office. Yeah, it's a Douglas Adams reference. Look it up if, you, if you're really curious about it. The guy's got a lot of good points. But I digress. Our government was never meant to be a career. It was never meant to be a two-party system. We have all gotten so used to, the, well, that's just the way things are, that none of us think there's anything we can do about it. Everybody always says, well, third-party candidates are a waste. They're only a waste because everybody has the mentality that they're a waste. If we all got our shit together and said, hey, if we tell these guys we're done dealing with them, we might actually be able to make a change. There's a lot more of us than there are of them, and they only, you know, wield this power over us. Not to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but they only get away with it because we think they can. If we tell them, no, no more career politicians, no more lifelong pensions, no six-figure pensions after you do one term in office, and that's not local government. I'm a firm believer in local government. I'm talking on the national level. You do one term in office as a a, a senator or a congressperson, you get a six-figure salary for life at the expense of the American taxpayer. You get the best medical coverage in the country. You get basically everything handed to you it's not right and we need to make a change as people and you know people say well you know you 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 don't agree with this you must be for that party you don't agree with that you must be for this party simple fact of the matter is i don't agree with republicans or democrats there's good ideas in both parties and there's very few good actual leaders they're not leaders they're con men they're hustlers and when you've got everybody focuses on the presidency but the simple fact of the matter is the president changes at the most every 8 years you have congressmen that have been in office longer than some of us have been alive the problem isn't you know the, the president is technically the commander in chief not the one who's passing all the laws and setting all the policies in place that actually steer the country you want to fix the problem you have to go to the root not the figurehead you got to go to the roots You cut the top off the tree, the tree grows back. You dig the roots up, it dies.